Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. I'm Jenna, the always extra curly blonde half of the duo. And I'm Brie, the unashamedly basic curly brunette half of this duo. (laughs) And we are so excited to have another episode for you guys today. Yes, we're stoked. We're talking about Enneagram types tonight. Yes. Because it is nighttime, you guys. Yes, it is. (laughs) And we're going to talk about like our types, how they're compatible, how we're compatible with our husbands or not. Yes, or not. Or not. (laughs) No, it's honestly mind-blowing how much there is to talk about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, inevitably, there's going to have to be more than one episode about this. Oh, probably. Like, there's just so much. I don't think people realize how awesome Enneagram is. And it mm-hmm. really lets you understand yourself, your Absolutely. friends, your family, your loved ones. Like, there's so much to talk about. And it's really fun. And, like, even taking the test was fun for me. Like, I enjoyed Oh, I it. had a blast taking it. And it blows my mind that I knew nothing about the Enneagram until like a year ago. Well, I didn't know about it until you told me. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. I had no idea that it even <laughs> existed or it was a thing. So okay. now I know and I feel like I've really learned something about myself. I know. Like I for sure have learned so much. So let's just take a second to talk about why we're especially stoked tonight. Yes. Because if you don't already listen to the What We Said podcast, it's our personal faves. Absolutely. JC and Chelsea are a huge inspiration to us. And they're having a virtual event tonight. Yes. And we're posted up on the couch. Snacks and all. Yeah, we have snacks waiting for the event to start. And we just thought it would be super fun to kick back, get a little excited about the event, record a podcast for uh, all the things. Yes. Look at me. I'm almost saying what we said. (laughs) We're recording for Jason Chelsea. No, we don't. Record for all the things. Can you imagine? Record for all the things and just have a fun girls night. Yes. We also have to acknowledge yeah. the fact that three years into our friendship, <laughs> this is our first girls' night together. I know. Like, we – obviously, we hang out all the time. But it's, you know, we're always going off to Savannah, going mm-hmm. and grabbing coffee. Like, me coming over to your house, like, we're recording a podcast or doing, you know, a game night with our husbands or something. This is our first girls' night just us. I love it. I love it, too. But, like, why? I've been excited about this for weeks. Me too. Just waiting I'm so for excited. it. I even ordered special we, pajamas. We ordered pajamas <laughs> like for sweats. tonight. Like the cutest little sweat set. I'm I'm on brand though. I'm in my color. You are, and I'm not. So that's okay. Well, <laughs> it's all right. It's it's gonna be so much fun. And it doesn't even start until 9 p.m. Eastern time. And so like we kind of just sent the husbands away, and we were like, "Okay, we bye." Like it's girls' night. Go have fun. Go yeah. have a, a dude's night. Yep. Go have a bromance with yes. your bros. With your bros, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're we are pumped. We got our snacks on standby. We're ready to go, and we thought, while we wait, what better thing to do than to record our own episode for our own podcast? It just feels like full circle, man. It, it makes really me happy. does because. That's what inspired us. I think, exactly. Was listening to what we said and relating to each other. And we were like, via we their episodes. Yeah, like we should do this. And I remember specifically, I think it was, well, they were both talking about it, but I think it was uh, JC. She might have been speaking on one alone. I can't remember. But she basically just said, like, why not go for it? Exactly. If you want to start a podcast with your best friend, just do the dang thing. The denunciation. <laughs> just do it. And yes. I think that was a real turning point for both of us. Like, yeah. It was. And if you recall, we literally started it on a whim in your apartment one night. The The husbands had gone off to buy ice cream yes. at Kroger. Yes. And we were, like, talking about it. I was creating, like, a little graphic for us. Like, you know, 
in case we start this. And then we just looked at each other and we were like, let's just literally start it tonight. We did. Let's record our first episode. And we went into my bedroom, <laughs> sat on my bed, and we're like, let's just see if we even like vibe with each other and on the podcast. And it was perfection. It no. was great. <laughs> it was so we like, were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it, – it came so – naturally and we just really bounced off each other so easily and I yeah I'm the rest is history like and we hope that you have as much fun tuning in as yeah. we have recorded <laughs> we really have a lot of fun <laughs> hope you feel like you're a part of this yes. little this our little girl gang oh my god the two of us yeah <laughs> our Nobody's duo <laughs> <laughs> no one's we're the only ones who listen to our own podcast <laughs> I literally do though I do too. wait I do. what platform do you use Mostly Anchor because it's on my phone already. Okay. I use Apple Podcast. Interesting. I sometimes I do Spotify. Okay. Wow, we really might be the only ones giving us our numbers. <laughs> well that would not be terrible. <laughs> no, that's not no, true. We, we know have you guys reviews, will. okay? That's People true. love us. From our friends no, and family. <laughs> Just kidding, I wrote all the reviews. No, no. <laughs> I did not. No. We really do appreciate you guys listening. Um Spending your time with us, even if it's over the phone. Um, over the to, phone? Over, like, listening. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, I talk to you guys all the time. Oh, like, no. <laughs> What is – I'm so phone tired. Calls, you know? Yeah. Okay. Me too. Don't judge me. I slept we gonna, for an hour and a half last I don't night. Understand. I would not be functioning. I would not. I barely am. Well, I'm just a shell of a woman. Oh, my God. You're you're so <laughs> dramatic. I freaking I know, love it. I know. Okay, okay. We got right, let's we've get got into, to dive let's in. get into this. Let's unpack Enneagram types. Let's unpack it, man. Let's unpack it. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Do you want to go first? Like intro your type, Brie. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm having to pull it up. Okay. I'm gonna preface this by saying I took my Enneagram test. On the website, like the official Enneagram website, it's EnneagramInstitute.com. Um, you do have to pay $12 to take the official test. There are numerous free tests that you can take. And there's actually one that I'll tell you about a little bit later. That is a sample of the like official test. Mm -hmm. So it has, um, what's it called? Pro, not prorated. It has. Oh, this is fascinating. I'm going to watch this happen. <laughs> it has. You not it? cultivated. It has coriated. That's not a word. No. It has you know what I mean. And it really ticks me off that you know what I mean and I can't hold on. Help me. I have no idea what you we're know. Doing. It's the 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 content is not cultivated. I have no idea what you're trying to say. <laughs> no. The con the the questions are well, I mean, they're pulled from. Yeah, man, but no. Whatever, man. Okay. I'm going to think of the word later. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. I'm still thinking. I'm trying to think. Oh, that's going to kill me. You know what I want to do right now? I want to pull out Google. You're going to Google it. I know you are. I won't. I won't. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to push through. Okay. Is this part of your personality type? Is it? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. I mean. It very well could be. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm this just is let it me. go. It's I okay. Let it go. go. Okay. Let it go. All that you was know, our first hangout. Remember you dared me to sing that. Panini in the middle of the restaurant and yeah. you went for it. And I, I was did. like, Yep, that's my best friend. Go, best friend. That's, that's right. my Yeah. Okay. 
Back to it. Enneagram. Me. Brie. <laughs> this is me. I am a type two, which is called the helper. Uh, the caring interpersonal type. Type twos are generous. They're demonstrative, people-pleasing. Amen to that. And possessive. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Type twos in brief. Twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They are friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing, but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. Again, amen to the people-pleasing. Um, they are well-meaning <laughs> and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. Uh, at their best, type twos are unselfish and altruistic. They have unconditional love for others. And then I love the Enneagram Institute website. You can go to this website and read about your type once you actually find out your type, even if you don't use their website to take the test. Um, it tells you like a brief synopsis, which is what I just read about my type. And then it talks about, it goes into your basic fear and your basic desire. So my basic fear as a type two is being unwanted or unworthy of, unworthy of being loved. Um, and then my basic desire, which makes sense, um, is to feel loved. So that's, that's my, that's you in a nutshell. That's me in a nutshell, folks. Gotta love it, right? Maybe? No. Okay. I mean, I love you. Oh, I love you. My best friend. I love you. Oh, stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which leads me right into who I yes. am. Yes. I'm a type six. The loyalist. Okay. Committed, security-oriented type. Engaging, responsible, anxious, if that ain't the truth. Anxious and suspicious. I am suspicious of everything. That's real sus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. So, this is... A type six in brief, if you are a type six, this is you. The committed, security-oriented type, sixes are reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy. Ah, go us. <laughs> We're excellent troubleshooters. We foresee problems and foster cooperation, but can also become defensive, evasive, and anxious. There's the whole anxiety thing again. Running on stress <laughs> while complaining about it. Wow. I feel called out right now. <laughs> If that is not me, like I'm so stressed and these are all things I'm stressed about and yet I won't remove the stress, the stressor <laughs> from my life. Um, we can be cautious, indecisive, but also reactive, defiant, and rebellious. Saucy. Ooh. They, <laughs> um, We typically have problems with self-doubt. Ooh, and suspicion. This is all so accurate. Yeah. It, it pains me. It really hits the nail on the head and it's like in a scary way. It's like, I'm sorry, are you reading my mail? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you know. That's illegal. <laughs> Uh, at our best, sixes are internally stable and self-reliant. We are courageously championing ourselves and others. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's um, not so bad. You're amazing. Oh, you're very sweet. <laughs> so here's our basic fear, right? We fear being without support and guidance. And I feel that. Yeah. I feel yeah. that for you. That's our good. basic desire is to have security and support. Aww. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. That's awesome. So real quick, before we dive into more of our types, um, I wanted to read just a quick, quick description of each type. There are nine Enneagram types. Uh, type one is the reformer, the rational, idealistic type. They are principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and, and professionistic. Per Cole's a type perfectionistic. one. Perfectionistic. There we go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cole. So Jenna's husband is a type one. My husband is a type eight. I will read that in a second, which... <laughs> 
Wow. And then, like I said, type two is the helper. I just read about that. Type three is the achiever, the success-oriented pragmatic type. They are adaptive, excelling, driven, and image conscious. That's very interesting. Type four, the individualist, the sensitive withdrawn type, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Ooh. Oh, wow. Way to, way to call out a type four, man. Um, <laughs> love you, type fours. Um, we the, love you. <laughs> type five is the investigator, the intense cerebral type. They are perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Um, type six, which is Jenna, the loyalist. And then the enthusiast is type seven. The busy, fun-loving type, they are spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. Hmm. I relate to a lot of these, but okay. I know, me too. <laughs> I am very scattered I'm like, I'm and all of them. <laughs> I'm one through nine. Oh, well, next we're going to have an episode about um, borderline personality disorder. <laughs> I was just thinking like, <laughs> Yikes. wait a minute. Let's talk about that. Um, let's unpack that. Let's, yeah. Ooh, let's not. The, uh, the challenger, type eight. That is my husband. The powerful dominating type, which, meh. Um, Self, <laughs> like he's not over. He's not overbearing. Yeah, that's true. He's I mean, not. sometimes maybe, but like, yeah, I don't see him as that way. But self confident, decisive, willful. He's definitely strong willed and confrontational. Oh, listen, that is very, very accurate. Stephen is so confrontational. He thrives. Like, and I that sounds terrible, but it's true. He doesn't like confrontation in the way that he wants to argue with people and mm-hmm. fight, but like. Homeboy loves a good debate. He oh, will yes. sit and debate you about For anything. hours. Hours. Especially on Facebook. And I'm like, can you just delete your Facebook? Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it's very interesting. That's something about him that he loves. And I'm not a debater. I can't. Like, one thing I have to say about him, though, when he does debate, he can defend his point of view until he's blue in the face. And I struggle with that as a person like, I've I've always thought even if someone wanted to like debate me on my faith, which I've witnessed him in a debate over faith with a non-believer, mm-hmm. and the way he was able to like back up his faith and explain himself, it was like so amazing to me. I don't know if I could do it. Like, not saying I can't defend my faith because that's <laughs> not true, but in a heated moment or like if I'm put on the spot, yeah, that's hard, you know. Mm-hmm. So. That's can't relate. No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then the punch in the face. Remember, <laughs> let me tell you something. Um, and then last but not least, type nine is the peacemaker. They are outgoing, self-effacing, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. So th- that's just like an overview. Of so what every type, type are you? Yeah, tell us. We're waiting for your response. Yeah. Wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um. It's very interesting, though. So if you go online, if you don't want to pay the $12, um, the Enneagram Institute is the $12 one, and that is 144 questions. It goes very quickly. Don't worry. That sounds like a little intimidating. Um, But the questions are very interesting. And then if you want to take the free one or a free one, an option is EnneagramAcademy.com, and it's 36 of those 144 questions. And so they just pull it. I'm still trying to think of that word, but I'm just going to keep trucking. All right. <laughs> um, shall we dive into like our our type compatibility in a friendship? Yeah. Okay. Because because we found some that. interesting information about that. So Jenna, what yeah. kind of friend are you based on your enneagram type? I type six is considered the genuine friend. So if you're also a type six, hey, look at that. 
We are genuine friends. You are. We carefully enter into friendships, but once we do, we are in it for the long haul. Which is so true for you. This is so true for me. I have close friendships and I have very few of them. And they always last like years and years and years. It has to be the my childhood best friend. The reason we aren't close now is just because life changed for us in different yeah. ways and we just naturally grew apart. I mean, I love her to death, yeah. of course, but it's just it's just different. Sometimes that happens. But I mean, we were in it for years together. So anywho, um, once we feel comfortable with a group of people, we are playful and energetic and we breathe <laughs> life into our friends. You really do. Aww. And it's it's so amazing because okay, I don't know if this is gonna sound good or bad. On the outside, until you get like close to you, you're just very like poised, put together. You carry yourself, not saying you don't now, but you carry yourself in such a way that's like, wow, like she knows what she's doing. And she, and you're very calm, cool, collected all of the time. And then when I got to know you and we started hanging out, like, girl, you crazy. (laughs) But we have so much fun together. And it's like, I have been able to see that shell break and you're just yeah. like, cause I'm, I'm crazy. Like I'm the crazy one. We, but you're equally, we hit the same level of, we do. And it's energy. like our energy. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just hyper. We feed off each other and then it just keeps going up and we're just like, boom, boom, boom. Like it's great. But I've enjoyed seeing that side of you come out. You're very playful. Very like, I love it. But what you're saying is true. If, if I don't know people, I'm very reserved. Very and as reserved, a teenager, yeah. I was often considered aloof and indifferent to others, which is just so not true. And I remember finding out the first time that somebody, like a group of people thought that about me. Yeah. And it absolutely broke my heart oh. because I never wanted anyone to feel something negative like that coming off of me. Like I yeah. care about people. It's just hard for me to open up because of my personality. Which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, especially once you delve into it a little bit more, it makes yeah. total sense. Another thing I wanted to mention about us sixes is that uh, we do not scare easily in that conflict in relationships is not an issue for us. Yeah. We can very easily address conflict and it doesn't make us feel awkward or like we need to push that person away or anything like that. And I think that's kind of cool. That is cool. And I can see that in myself too. The opposite. I'm always like, oh, I don't like it. (laughs) Have we ever had conflict? I really don't think so. We've talked about that before. I've, yeah, we've not, we've not ever, no. Oh, oh no! It's, it's bound coming. to happen. It's happening. Our friendship is still in like I'm the so toddler years of our friendship. We're in the honeymoon phase. We are. So it's like, ah, oh, you're perfect. But <sighs> eventually, I can see it. One day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like really snap at you, off. and you're gonna be like, "How dare you say that to me?" And then I'm gonna be like, "I'm so sorry," and you're like, "I'm sorry." Oh, and then it's over. <laughs> and then it's over. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, man! Is that all? No, no. I actually have something else okay. to share. <laughs> wow, she's still talking. So, no, I know. <laughs> Oh man, I'm worn out. Um, okay. How to love your type six friends. So if you're not a type six, this is for you. If you know a type six, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. I've got a tickle in my throat. <laughs> they can easily measure who is a genuine friend. Wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me how to love you, like how to love your type six friends. Okay. Yeah. The sixes can easily measure who is a genuine friend and who is not. So try to be honest with us and remind us of your commitment to our friendship. Yeah, I I, I think good. one of the things that made me feel really close to you was that you mirrored the same 
loyalty and commitment that I had because, you know, I've been burned in friendships before. Yeah. And when I realized, like, I could trust you and you wanted the friendship as much as I did. Oh, yeah. And you were willing to do things for me that, like, weren't necessarily convenient for you. Wow. That really touched my heart Oh, I'm so freaking glad we're friends. And me too. (laughs) There goes us again. Okay, I have one more thing. I'm sorry. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) One more thing. This is a scripture for type sixes. This is John 15, 13. It says, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And I think that's, that's very beautiful. true of sixes. Yeah. We're I the loyalists. So yes. Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, in friendships, type twos are the compassionate friends. Mm. Um, they are, well, we are. I'm a type two. I like to believe that I'm a compassionate friend. I try to be. You are. Um, <laughs> We are empathetic. We anticipate our friends' needs and we listen well. There is joy in helping your friends and giving them the extra boost to believe how awesome they truly are, which I really do try to be life-giving in my words and, like, give words of affirmation to all of my friends and, like, even my family and Steven. Like, that's important. And I think that that shines through um, in type twos. Type twos have an intuitive sense when a friend is hurting and your compassion for your friends is like no other. Um, for those of you who are not a type two, how to love your type two friends when they're going through a hard time, don't let them deflect their emotions to focus on you. Give them the opportunity to be heard and cared for. That is so hard for me. Like it's hard because I think I feel like I'm placing my burden on someone else. And so even if someone asks me, like the other day when you asked me mm-hmm. how I was doing, and yeah. I really wasn't doing well, and I needed to talk to you about a lot of things, but it's like the more I talked about it, the more uncomfortable I felt, and I was like, anyway, like less about me, more about you, and mm-hmm. I, it just feels weird because I know that everybody goes through their own crap. Like everybody's mm-hmm. dealing with something, so I would rather help carry their burden and just push mine down, which is unhealthy. Um but I, I relate to that a lot. It's so easy to deflect my own emotions and be like, nah, it's okay. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. Tell me about you, you know? Yeah. So, and then a scripture uh, to encourage your type two friends, Isaiah 40, 31. It says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and they will not faint. Trusting is hard for twos. Okay, bye. <laughs> I mean... It's technically hard for sixes too. Wow. I feel like I, I, I think that there are parts of our personalities that kind of run parallel with yeah. each other. And I feel like that is one of the things that makes us close because we do understand one another. Yeah. There's a level of understanding, I think, in our friendship that is hard to come by in a friendship. Mm-hmm. And we are able to relate on such a deep level. Like it's not surface. Right. Um. And that's that's why it works out, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> what? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, going back to how I said that certain parts of that, what I just read, were unhealthy. Yeah. There are. Um, it's very interesting. Like I said, the the Enneagram Institute website gives you so much information that there's no way to possibly fit all of this into one episode. Also, we're only talking about really our types two and six. Um, 
But the Enneagram Institute website gives you levels of development is what they call it. And so it tells you your healthy levels, your average levels, and then your unhealthy levels. So maybe we could read the first level from each. Yeah, let's level, do it. Or the first sub-level from each. Um, so type two, level one in a healthy type two um, at their best uh, type twos become deeply unselfish. They're humble and altruistic, giving unconditional love to self and others. To self as well, that's a big key. Um, and then they feel that it's a privilege to be in the lives of others. An average two, it's not at their best, but they're not unhealthy. Um, twos want to be closer to others, so they start people pleasing. They become overly friendly, emotionally demonstrative, and full of good intentions about everything they give seductive attention approval strokes of ego and flattery i ain't trying to be seducing (laughs) nobody that felt weird um but that makes sense though like you're stroking someone's ego trying to give compliments flattery um and then love it like love as a thing is their supreme value and they talk about it constantly um, which I, I can relate to that. I mean, the desire for love and, you know, connection, not just romantic, like with my husband, but also with friends as well. Like that's very mm-hmm. important. What makes you feel most loved? How can I love you better as your friend? Honestly, nights like the other night or days like the other day, mm-hmm. when you literally let me sit there and actually take the time to talk about, no matter how awkward it felt, like just hearing me and listening and you didn't you didn't try to offer advice you just listened and you you were active listening nodding and like letting me know like I'm listening but I'm not going to try to fix this problem for you I'm just letting you vent and I felt heard and like that when I feel I guess when I feel heard and understood but still loved at the same time despite Mm -hmm. my all of the things that make me me like that's when I feel most loved yeah. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. And you make me feel that way. I'm so glad. <laughs> um, and then twos in an unhealthy level. They can be manipulative and self-serving, instilling guilt by telling others how much they owe them and make them suffer. They abuse food and medication to stuff feelings and get sympathy, undermining people, making belittling, disparaging disparaging (laughs) remarks uh they become extremely self-deceptive about their motives and how aggressive and unself nope and how aggressive and (laughs) (laughs) this is so hard to read they become extremely self-deceptive about their motives and how aggressive and or selfish their behavior is interesting yeah so basically manipulative self-serving instead of humble and serving others so that's a two at the very worst yeah so jumping over to sixes at our healthiest level at our very best we become self-affirming trusting of self and others independent yet symbiotically interdependent and cooperative as an equal belief in self leads to true courage positive thinking leadership and rich self-expression oh wow I'm not sure I've ever reached my very best, but that's something that's a that's something to achieve. Yeah, to achieve and to us. work for. Like yeah. the best possible version of you. Yeah. At our average level, we start investing our time and energy into whatever we believe will be safe and stable. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. True. Organizing and structuring. 
we look to alliances and authorities for security and continued con- con- continuity. I'm so what? glad I'm not the only one that just struggled reading this. Continuity. Continuity. Forgive me. My gosh. Continuity. Okay. Continuity. Constantly vigilant, anticipating problems. I feel like I am a level four, which is an Mellow, average anxious, all baby. the time. Like all the time thinking about what can go wrong. Yeah. Anticipating the worst possible scenario. Yeah. Yeah. What about unhealthy? We haven't reached our best self yet. <laughs> okay, unhealthy levels for sixes. We fear that we have ruined our security and we become panicky, volatile, and self-disparaging with acute inferiority feelings. I'm so sorry. Excuse Hold me, on. who just jumped into my soul and wrote this I just, paragraph? I just imagined you panicking and like running around the room and said, like, <laughs> I've ruined everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh dear, we see ourselves as defenseless and we seek out a stronger authority or belief to resolve all problems. We can be highly divisive, disparaging, and berating of others. Wow. So that's us at our worst. I will say I've never seen you at your worst. No? I mean. I think you've seen some snippets. No, yeah, that's not. I didn't mean. I've seen you. Like in a vulnerable, like low place, but I've right. never seen that in you. If that makes sense, yeah. Like, in a not in a bad way is what I'm saying. Yeah, I was trying to be nice. That's, no, I I appreciate that. <laughs> it came out I, weird though. I've never I feel seen, insulted you've never somehow. Let me in. <laughs> no, I mean it's nice to hear you say that though because yeah. I do recognize the unhealthy parts right of myself. That I mean we all have things we need to work on. Absolutely. So you know I try not to give into those impulses. Yeah. You know, when I am feeling anxious or stressed, of course my natural inclination is to go to the unhealthy parts of my personality. Yeah. And you know, I try to be better than that, I guess. Like <laughs> be more, be my best self, you know. Before we wrap it up, I do yeah. want to ask you since you asked me, yes. what makes you feel most loved? This is a great question. She's like, I'm ready for this. Turn it up. But I'm not <laughs> When I just said this is a great question, it made me think of that girl from TikTok. She's like, this is a great question. And the answer is that I am annoying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is a really good question. And I'm not sure that I know the answer. And that's okay. But I will say that when you were speaking about being heard mm-hmm. and listened to, that really resonated with me. And I think that's mixed in there. Yeah. Because <clears throat> when – when I notice the most frustration in myself and when I lash out, it is when I don't feel heard. Yeah. It is and, frustrating. And when I feel disrespected, mm-hmm. like my thoughts or my words are not valued. Yeah. That really just cuts right into the heart of me. Like, that's it. And, and my natural inclination is to defend myself, yeah. to protect myself, protect my heart, my emotions, which can lead to unkindness. Yeah. So I think just being heard yeah. and actually heard out because right. sometimes I can be long-winded and it and it's hard for me to express myself as I'm being long-winded. That's hilarious. <laughs> sometimes I'm long-winded. <laughs> no kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, just being truly heard and yeah. somebody having enough love for me to be patient and let me get all of my thoughts out without speaking over me or trying to solve my problem. Yeah. Is probably when I feel the most loved. Oh. 
And you did that for me the other day too. You let me cry and just say like, this is what I'm feeling. I don't know what to do with these feelings. Yeah. And you just like, that was a, we were just there. That was a pivotal moment for us. I feel like. I think it was. Cause we always talk to each other about yeah. stuff, but that was so freeing just to be able to sit there. We cried. We talked about what we're feeling. We gave, we understood that like what we're feeling is valid. Mm-hmm. Let's feel it. And now let's move on together yeah. and have a wonderful time. And that's exactly what we did. Yeah. We cried before this episode. No, I'm just kidding. We did it. <laughs> I'm crying all the There's time. I'm crying right on the now. Table, right? <laughs> um, so I cried this morning though. I did too. I had a good cry. I watched the sunrise. And I, yes. I watched the sunrise while I cried and set my intentions for the day. It was actually a, a really like great a cathartic. moment. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Catharsis, man. I love it. <laughs> so to wrap it up, do you want to share with them what we're super excited about to share with them? <laughs> What? <laughs> I am confusion. What? <laughs> yes. Okay. We thought it would be so fun to put together some Pinterest boards yes. specifically for type two and type six. And those are available on Pinterest right now. We have linked them in the show notes. Curated. Curated. <laughs> That's the word. That's the word. <laughs> Wait. That's really? the word? That's the word you were looking for earlier? That's my, I love the word. I curated. know. That's why I was like, you freaking know this word, man. <laughs> curated. Hey, and to that, we have curated Pinterest boards for our type six <laughs> and have. our type two. I'm so sorry. I just had to blurt that out. I told you I would remember. I'm proud before. of you. Thank you. And I didn't freaking Google it. See, even better. <laughs> we have. We have curated boards. And they're, in, they're linked in the show notes yes, for you guys. And I, I think you guys will enjoy them. Um, I, hopefully they make you feel connected to who you are by tapping yeah. into what your aesthetic is based on your personality. Tapping. Tap, 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 tap. Got to stop TikToking. It's a whole problem. But I made that, that real based on that TikTok I saw. I'm so sorry. He's like, oh no, I hope I don't fall. I'm so posting that. You have to. I have to post it. Oh, you guys, this has been such a fun episode. It's been a quick one compared to some in the past. Has it, though? I doubt it. <laughs> Probably Speaking not. Speaking of being long-winded. <laughs> two hours, two two hours, hours later. <laughs> we love you guys. We hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Happy yes. Thursday. Take the test. Do the dang thing. Find out what your enneagram type is because who it will give you are? incredible insight <laughs> into who you are yes. and if you're a type two or a type six we hope that you feel like you can connect to us yes. even more we're not we're to friends. exclude our other types yeah we love all types we love all types we Just, do not discriminate that's we right. don't we don't be discriminating <laughs> <God>. <laughs> well on that note <laughs> see, see you, you next, next time, time.